What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 71st episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, my good friend Wink. And there's some guy over here, but we'll talk about him in a second. What's going on with you, Wink? (laughs) Oh, I am sitting here drinking eggnog and rum. It is the best season of the year. Eggnog is back. I went to the grocery store this past week and found some. I'm pretty excited. Eggnog and rum. Oh. It's the best. Here's the thing about this podcast. We've been doing it so long now that it's been a Christmas season since we've done the podcast. And I know I talked about it last year, but uh, Costco has eggnog and it is back. And I have that also. I'm not drinking it right now, but I will buy that. I will probably buy about 10 bottles of that that in the next two months. So, uh, yeah. People are saying they Damn. don't hear a wink. Uh, great. We have a problem. Houston. We usually have some sort of issue like this on the live stream. I really hope it's not my internet again. It was, uh, you know, it, it screwed me on uh, the live stream this week. I assume they can hear me now, though. Can you hear him now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Somehow, OBS is... Yeah, okay, whatever. No one heard the music or you for the first part here. The good news is they'll hear it on the audio podcast. So from here, we're just going to keep true. going. That's the important part. What? But yes, eggnog, delicious. So. Yeah. <laughs> that one was actually so, my fault and not Wink's fault, so. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I know. We can blame me for things sometimes. So anyways, we've... Uh, We've ignored the elephant in the room. Chicken book. (laughs) (laughs) We've ignored the elephant in the room because that's a nice thing to say to the guy sitting right next to you. But uh, appreciate it, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) This is my buddy, Rich. Rich is also in the Shattered Order. Also one of my longest-running friends in real life. So he's hanging out here tonight and uh, wanted to hang out on the podcast with us. So, yeah. He's been playing. I assumed by elephant in the room you were telling everyone his political affiliation, but because <laughs> politics is a great thing to talk about at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> they, I just people want it's about my weight. <laughs> See, that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. If people don't want to hear about sports, they definitely don't want political hot takes. That's all I'm saying. If nice. not a Hondo lover, kick him as well. I don't think he knows who Hondo is, to be honest. Do you? 
Sounds familiar. <laughs> there you go. It's a person. I, I still don't know what a Hondo is. Yeah, it's a. Well, you know, you ever heard of Folkleys? Like you can buy fake Oakleys in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Fake fake Hondas. Is it is That's it Han around. and Lando's love child? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that wouldn't that be Hando? <laughs> I think uh, I'm the only one here that's watched the Clone Wars, so there's that. Yeah, but, I still uh, have not. It's my plan for this winter. We'll get there. We <laughs> will get there. When does winter start? Shouldn't it be winter now? I don't know. You're oh, drinking eggnog, so, so it's winter. So we're doing the podcast now at the same time, but also earlier. Yeah. Thanks it's, to the time change. We, magic time zones. I'm starting the podcast right at 8.15 as normal for me, and uh, an hour earlier for Wink because of the Arizona no daylight savings time. It's pretty, yep, pretty funny. I nothing's changed for me. I love but winter time for the podcast. It's so much easier doing it at nine rather than ten. Yeah, but I'm very happy. I agree. I agree. It's nice because then uh, I'm not so keeping you up all drinking. night. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. You don't have to wait, but you would be sloshed by the time it started. Well, that's that's fair. Nah, well, let's get well, into uh, things. Why don't you tell us about Patreon? Well, Patreon, it is a new month, which means new Patreon members. And starting off this month already is Tyric Thorne giving us a donation this month. So we want to thank you for that. Also, run down our October Patreons. Obsidian, Ron Paul Bunyan of the Shattered Order, Sleepy Bulldog, Fugaz, and Jitsu Jet. And also... Nicolau Nerio. You see how I did that wink? Even though I didn't believe I was saying any of those right, I just pretended I did. <laughs> I just, That's a good idea. Just run them down confidently, and no one would know you made the, the mistake. Except You're for that person. You're on that from now on. Because, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, cool. so those are October's Patreons and uh, our beginning of November. So exciting. I want to thank all of you guys. I think that we are at up to 29, so one more to 30. And, uh, yeah, I want to thank all you guys for supporting the podcast, helping us do what we do. And uh, if you want to, it's at patreon.com slash shattered order. And we would love to have you as a supporter. Help us get Absolutely. help us get me a mic stand so that uh, you know I'm not clicking. Well, you've already done that. I just have to order it. <laughs> but you won't hear me clicking yeah, on my mic on anymore. Uh, you won't hear my keyboards. So I'm gonna put a stand Hopefully on next my mic. Week that will be eliminated. Yes, I won't pound on my All keyboard right, anymore. Cool. But uh, stuff like that—that's what the Patreon goes for, and uh, we appreciate that. So yep. you can check that out uh, if you can't. So, uh, if you can't support us on Patreon, that's fine. We love the fact that you listen and are engaged with us on Discord. If you can throw an iTunes review, subscribe on iTunes or YouTube or even Stitcher, any of those places, Podbean, that you find the podcast, that is a great way to support us because all of those listens drive up search engines and more people can find us when they look yep. for us. So. We appreciate And particularly that. on iTunes, the reviews factor in a lot and people being able to find the podcast. So, yeah, definitely leave us reviews. We love those. Exactly. Um, so one little sort of announcement. Uh, some of you joined me on the live stream this week, which was awesome. I appreciate it. That was kind of fun. It's a little bit different doing a live stream than a podcast. However, 
I'm going back into the shell I'm used to being in and doing a out of ah, I can't even speak <laughs> out of order episode this week. Uh, so be looking for that sometime. You know, maybe Monday or Tuesday. Very nice. Yeah. Do you have a hint as to what this one is? Well, um, there is apparently a territory battle coming that people want to know how to get prepared for, so I may touch on that a little bit. All right, cool, man. And, uh, yes, so one thing I wanted to mention, because we have a platform and we will abuse the crap out of it. So, (laughs) Shattered Order, it is not just a podcast, it is also a guild, and it is a guild that is in need of one new player we're at 49 out of 50, and we need one more before the next territory battle, and we would love to have someone. There are little caveats. We are looking for someone in the range of 1.8 or higher million galactic power, has a CLS, and Captain Han at 5-star, Soldier at 5-star, and you're good to go. That way, we can continue to push towards our 41st and 42nd stars and just keep moving forward like we have been. So, if you are interested in joining us in our guild, we would love to have you. So find me on uh, Discord. My Discord name is right there on the live stream. You can find it there or hit me up on Reddit at uh, goodnightpunk. So, there is I can't even put it in the show notes. I will put uh, mine, yours, and... Nika's uh, Discord in the show notes, and you can go find it there. You can contact either one of us for recruiting. Sweet. So we'll move past that, because I'm sure you are all very excited to hear that. But anyways. Uh, one last thing. We are dry on listener intros, so if you have not done one and would like to have your name and guild featured at the beginning of the show, send us a message or an email with your recorded intro. And for those of you that have, if you want to now send something in that's funny or joking to uh, start the show, we like hearing your guys' jokes and would love to feature them at the beginning of the podcast. So if you've done one before, you can send in another one and you don't have a template this time. If you've never done it, you can use the template or you can be funny. doesn't matter. Just if you want to send us something, we would love to feature you. So there's that. Yep. We haven't had one in three or four weeks now. It's kind of sad. So get on it, people. <laughs> Shattered Order, or was it the Shattered Order at gmail.com? Yep, there it is. <laughs> Whoa, there's a third guy. There's someone back there. That is Rich. Keep, keep introducing him until he starts talking. I should have a name tag. <laughs> yeah, br- I got a marker. We can just write right it on here. your forehead. <laughs> I don't work well for a podcast, though. Yeah, Too bad true. It's not like an audio name tag that we could stick on him. But <laughs> Every time he starts talking, it's Siri's voice. This is Rich. <laughs> All right. Nice. So there was cool. an update on the 8th, and it had some stuff in it that was kind of... Uh, Big, not well, it wasn't really a big surprise because I know we've mentioned uh, First Order probably coming out this week or not this week, but with the new movie. And so, bam, here's two of them. So, yeah, yes, interesting. So, what are these two characters that were introduced? 
Well, I think this first one was what they were talking about with that hint from the what's ahead thing. Uh, the unmasked Kylo Ren. Um, that was one of the top things that people were kind of predicting, and that's what it ended up to be. It looks pretty awesome. He's not even an attacker. He's a tank, which I definitely did not see coming. Uh, what do you think about the character in general? Him coming and who it was, or like his kit, or what? You just mean... Because just... I could definitely... How about this? Go, go where? Rich. <laughs> Rich. Let's have you talk for a second. Did you expect to see another Kylo Ren? No, I, I didn't. At least not this early. I, I expected some more like creative characters. Not that he's not awesome. I like his kid. But I think there's going to be a lot of B characters in The Last Jedi. I kind of expected them to give us like their version of Bistane and Scarif Rebel from Rogue One. But, As the first ones? Yeah. I mean, I love it. I, you know, Adam Driver's a handsome man. I want to see his face in game. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could zoom in on his face and see if the, uh, the carbon scar. fiber scar's there. Yeah. You know? I think it is. Nice. Yes, I do. I do believe a lot of us have come to start calling him Matt, the radar technician. Yes, if you haven't seen that SNL skit, go check it out. That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Yeah, but I definitely, I think I do agree that it's kind of surprising this early that one of the one someone I would consider one of the three main characters in the new series is just dropped in the middle of or beginning of November. Yeah. yeah, it was really surprising because typically with these new characters, we kind of expect their kids to reveal something that happens in the movie or something along those lines. And I don't really think they did that. He is, he's kind of like a less reckless version of the Kylo that's already in game. There's not really a huge difference there, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. They, well, the, the other weird thing, Oh, gosh, I'm losing it. I've lost my train of thought. Keep it together, Dan. I know. You were talking about how kits uh, match in-game, and I was thinking... I don't uh, know. How about I go ahead and read off their description of him? You do that, and then I'll try and, to think of what uh, I was thinking. You collect your thoughts. All right. So, according to CG, he's a survivable tank whose ability, Halt, can stun his opponents for two turns. Scarred... Increases survivability by reducing how much percent health damage he takes and let him recover health and protection. Finally, his leader ability, Merciless Assault, gives First Order increased speed, crit damage, and turn meter gain on critical hits. So, I, um, I know we're going to talk about the kits on these two guys later on in the podcast, but I just want to say the fact that he is a tank... And if you use his second special after stunning them with the first special, it can, as a tank, it can hit for over 30k. That is ridiculous. Yeah. So not only is yeah, he tank, a, ta a tanky tank, tankity tankity tank, he can still manage to slap out damage like that. It's crazy. Yeah. And I remember what I was going to say, and uh, it came with your guys' points about him coming early. Um, don't soundbite that, please. The uh, <laughs> basically, 
what you saw with him coming out right now is that he doesn't have a Knights of Revan tag on him. So he a lot of people... Not. That is true. So because a lot of people were thinking that they were going to maybe add a Knights of Revan faction with the new movie. And uh, unless they change him after the movie, he does not have that on him. So that's I an really interesting thing. I really thought the uh, Knights of Ren thing was kind of a lock, just kind of based on how much they've talked about it, like what we're expecting the new movie to be, and kind of what happens. I uh, Do you think they're going to flesh know. out the other Knights of Ren characters in the movie, or are they just all going to get destroyed by Luke? At least that's what I assume is going to happen. That's I don't think they're going to give them backstories or names. <laughs> well, I mean, how much was there in the, you know, uh, The Force Awakens? Like, how much... I don't really remember a whole lot of them talking about the Knights of Ren. There I mean, was one we kind of seen a glimpse of them, <laughs> and yeah, they were mentioned. But I don't think anything that happened to them was mentioned. Like, no, so, Snoke, Snoke just says the leader of the Knights of Ren. That's all that they ever said in Force Awakens. Hmm. Well, it could. That was the other point that I was trying to remember was that also. I wonder if those are the only First Order characters we're going to get now. Because if there were more than him and... Well, I guess Snoke would be considered First Order, so we'll probably end up getting him at some point. So there would be another one. But uh, with how good... Gosh, we're getting too far into their kits here. But uh, with how good the leader ability for Unmasked... uh, Sorry, Matt the Radar Technician is... um, (laughs) You gotta think that Snoke would probably come out as more of a support character. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that was kind of the thing that they did originally with the First Order after The Force Awakens was they were really based on attacking. Phasma and... uh, Well, I guess... Three out of the five were kind of more support-type characters, one being a tank, but their two attackers actually turned out to be really good. I don't know how many more attackers they really need, because First Order TIE Pilot and Kylo are, I mean, if you're talking raw damage, two of the better attackers in the game. I could well, And Special Forces now. Yes, true. Well, you got to think also that uh, how long did it take for them to have two really good attackers, though? <laughs> because for the longest time, all they had was Tie Fighter or First Order Tie Fighter pilot. That, because yeah, Kylo it, it was, was like, definitely the. Uh, I just got out of the pool. The Let me slap things. you with my water noodle. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now he's That's decent. True. And the good news is, Matt, the radar technician, has come into the game, and right off the bat, <laughs> he looks good. So you're not going to have to wait. Yeah. Eight months for him to be good, or a year. Nope. In eight months, whatever. Something it was. else that's interesting is that I think Kylo, like crazy Kylo, is going to be really good paired with the sane Kylo. So you're kind of going to have the two bipolar sides kind of teaming up together, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> like we will with Ray and Ray, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Ray with a stick and Ray with a lightsaber. I don't so, know that we'll see that, you know. Two different personality thing going on with her, though. But yeah, who knows? Why don't you tell us about the uh, the ship he flies? Because apparently he's got a ship. So we'll not, we won't go too in depth on the ships. This one we'll save those for next week because uh, I hate ships and we're gonna push them off. 
<laughs> but uh, Ty Silent, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. The animations for the ship are awesome. Yeah, so he gets the Tie Silencer, which is the ship that is in the second newest uh, trailer, the the full yep. trailer, not the thirty second awake trailer, but the the one where he's flying around and you're you're seeing the inner struggle of him whether he's gonna shoot down Leia's ship. That Tie Fighter he has, and you're right, that thing is cool. We and uh, Rich were talking earlier. Uh, about the the spinning <laughs> every time he shoots, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, I'll talk about the other ship and its animations when we get there. But uh, yeah, so he gets the tie silencer. Tell us about the second character. Uh, are you talking about the first order special forces tie pilot? That yes. is a freaking mouthful. Also F-O-S-F-T-P known as FTP is a shortcut. Well, just say FOTP with uh, red face paint uh, and yeah. a new and yeah, a new stance, <laughs> because that's literally the only difference I can see is the He's stance. Very hard to tell apart. Yeah, and the yeah, the stance and the red paint on his face. So he's different in the fact that he's an AOE attacker, and he inflicts defense down, gains advantage, and focuses on disrupting opponents. His ship, which is the First Order Special Forces TIE Fighter with the red stripe. That, that is the entire <laughs> name. It brings a consistent target lock for the First Order, which is always good. We love target lock. Yeah. And like its pilot, is a significant source of AOE damage. From what I've seen, I don't know that's a significant <laughs> source, but it is a source, no doubt about it. You do get AOE damage for sure. Yes. I want to say about this guy is I did his marquee event before uh, Matt, the radar technician, and uh, I was not really impressed with him. Yeah, it's okay. Like, he's got a ship, so he'll have a place, and the ship is, is pretty decent. So yes. there's that, and that's probably why he's in the game. But as far as his kit goes, which we'll talk about later, I don't know that I find him that exciting. But, yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of with you. He's okay. We'll we'll get to him in a second, though. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about this next thing on our notes? Let me just talk real quick about his ship, right? The Tie Fighter. Oh, uh, did yes. you notice when? Okay, I've never seen a space battle where this happens, but the animation makes me laugh. Right. So let's say when you have an AOE in space. You would think they would come in over the top of them, just a straight shot or whatever. But the TIE Fighter... Why would they have to go over the top of them? Anyway, well, if you want to cover all of them in one line, I don't know. Whatever. What I'm saying (laughs) is, what it does in the game makes no sense to me, and I've never seen it in any of the movies, where let's let's say the TIE Fighter pilot climbed a tree and grabbed a rope and then jumped off the tree, and as he was swinging, he turned towards the ship's and then shot at them as he was swinging, right? You see what I'm saying here? So he's just kind of coming in like this, sideways, and shoots them all. Do they have sideways thrusters that amazing that he can just swoop in like that? I don't think that that's a ship animation. Like, I don't know what the physics of space are, but that does not seem right to me. 
I mean, have you been to space? Like, we don't know what's possible up there. Come on. Yeah, dude. I'm just saying, I think that this, TIE fighter way, is on is also a, in a galaxy rope. far, far away. So the physics there could be completely different than here. Like I said, when I went to high school, I took agriculture classes to get out of regular science classes. So I can't That's say that I really know Makes anything. <laughs> I've never taken a physics class in my life. Let's just say that. Okay. I've had way too many of them. Well, then we'll leave it to you. Star Wars space explosions, enough said. Okay, good point. <laughs> but I want to talk about this section in the in the update that really wasn't a section that really gave no information. But it was. It said shard Bizarre. shuffle. It said it literally just shard shuffle, bold, okay. underline, and then some words, right? And the words said, no rotations for this game update this time around. So no shards were shuffled, but I've never seen that in any of the updates before, right? So, so well, go ahead. They redid the shard shop completely. Uh-huh. They removed the characters out. I thought they said they weren't going to be doing characters in the shard shop anymore. They were making it gear. They took gear from the fleet store, put it in the shard shop. So basically the shard shop is now kind of a gear shop. And there's not really shards in there besides Grievous. The fact that they made this announcement just makes me think that they have intentions for putting shards back in there again. Well, let me jump to the patch notes and uh, show the exact wording here, okay? Okay. It does not say shard shop shuffle. It just says shard shuffle. So that's what made me have this, mm. these questions, right? So my question is... For you two, um, shuffle wording, That's a right? Good point. So you got the word shuffle. Now, when I think of shuffle, I think of we've just finished a pand of cards. We're going to take the cards, shuffle them together, and the cards will land where they are. Now, so my question to you two is do you think it's talking about there's no new characters to shuffle into the deck? Or they're not shuffling any of the characters that they currently have in the game around right now. And let me preface this before I ask you guys what you think. But there's a lot of people talking about they're tired of not being able to farm. Let's say people would like to farm Lobot in a shard in a shipment. They'd like to farm farm Acolyte in a shipment or Talia in a shipment or Aurora in a shipment. So do we think that they we might be coming to a point where they might start flipping some of those characters and shuffling them to an easier spot where longtime players would actually have things to spend their currency on in the shop without having to add a new character in there? You know what I'm saying? They're not going to do that. Why, mm-hmm. why would they do that? Come on. Well, I mean, they... Okay, I so they used to right. do it with Chromiums, I mean, right? So we got... Yeah. Kaigon got thrown into Cantina shipments, but I guess that's, I don't know. I you take guys it talk. more as, like, so when they put Veteran Han and Veteran Chewie in Chromiums and said, they're now available in Chromiums, and this person's available farmed in Cantina, that's what I took it as, like, they're not doing anything like that right now. So maybe the next game update, oh, Mother Tolzine's now available in Chromiums, and Zombies farmable on Dark Side Hard Node 9-something. Yeah. That's that's what I assumed. Um, 
But I also like the wording when it says no rotations for this game update this time around. So maybe next time they'll update this game update. At least that's the grammar I take it as. I think the elephant in the room has a good point. <laughs> Thank you. I'm throwing the shirt away, you jerks. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm already turning red. It's the middle of November. I'm laughing. I'm hot. Turning into sand already. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that's actually a really good point. It could be totally related to just where shards are being farmable. And as we're all kind of suspecting, we're kind of thinking that the veteran smuggler Han and the veteran smuggler Chewie are going to be farmable here pretty soon because of the uh, or the um, uh, the Ray Journey. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what it was? I, I can't remember what they called it. Hero's Journey. Ray, yeah. Hero's Journey. Thank you. Yes. Um, see, this is why you're here. Dan can't remember these things. Um, I'm drinking. He's not, so... (laughs) said half a beer. (laughs) Um, yeah, for the hero's journey, it could, I mean, it's gonna be really important to obviously make those characters farmable, and that's what everyone's suspecting. So, it, I mean, it's been kind of suspected that this event could be coming up pretty soon, like right around the movie time. I mean, we're getting close to being right out a month away from the movie, a little over that, but if they were to make the veterans farmable, say, in two weeks, then you have, you know, a little over two weeks to farm them. I mean, that seems kind of on point to what we kind of expected from the beginning. Yep, for sure. I'm not looking forward to a two-week panic farm, though. Oh, well, hopefully they teased maybe double drops. Maybe they'll be kind enough to do double drops on whatever node they're farming on. So let me ask you guys a question. So I'm going to say what's, I'm going to say what would be best for me. Then I'll ask you, Rich, what would be best for you for the two characters. And then I'll ask you, uh, Wink. So for me, the best two places for them to drop for me would be Arena and a 10 or lower Cantina Energy node. So if one went to arena shipments and the other went to a cantina node like that, I would probably be just fine. Those are the only two places I can see where I would be able to farm them both up at the same time and be ready to go anywhere else. I don't have enough cantina shipment points. I do have enough uh, galactic or not galactic guild store, guild store uh, currency, but. You know how it's random there. It would take me forever still there without doing uh, refreshments. Refreshments. <laughs> Refreshes. And, uh, yeah, those are the two. Huh? Oh, I'm looking at it. No, the, uh, but those are the two that would work for me. How about you, Rich? I would like to see them put in Cantina somewhere. Um, I doubt that they're going to put them in any type of shipment. And if they did, it would probably be guild shipments. Um but yeah, Cantina would be great, especially if it was below 10, because um, that's how it was Paplo they just put in there, and I was able to get him up to 7-star in just a few weeks, so I'd be happy with that. I don't want to see them go to a lighter dark side hard node, because then you can only do it 5, and you have to buy that refresh and buy energy refreshes, and that just gets ridiculous. And you definitely, I don't think you'd be able to do it in time no. if you hadn't been buying crystal shipments of those characters. Which I did, luckily. <laughs> so you're in the good spot. <laughs> and Which, I mean, I kind of think that's a good point. I, I, I don't think that they're going to be anywhere that 
you can farm them without spending money to speed up the process. I think that eliminates Galactic War and Arena. I don't think we'll see either one of them there. I think a However, lot of people have currency saved up for there, so it would be yeah. too easy it's, for them. Not only the currency that people probably have saved up, but the fact that there is nothing you can do to get more of it per day. Yeah. Cantina is different in the fact that you can do more refreshes to get more Cantina currency. So I could either see uh, the Cantina store or like a 16 energy node is what I think is most likely what I want to see. I mean, I want to see Galactic War and I want to see an 8 energy node. Not going to happen, but I am praying. And it what, was the, what was the first also, one you said? Uh, Galactic War. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, I would also like to see them, if they did that, also throw them in, you know, the guild store or something like that. Yeah, they... Um... It kind of sucks that they took characters out of the shard shop because if they had dropped there, that would be a huge help too. But maybe that yeah. was a maybe that was the plan all along. <laughs> um, that's possible. I mean, but it, so I mean, that's another good point. It is totally possible that they would do that as a one-time thing because mm-hmm. of the hero's journey. Yeah. Uh, so making sure that you have the ability to get shard shop currency. Quickly and easily might not be a bad thing to be prepared for. Yeah, the one off of what uh, Rich said too, the cantina shipments wouldn't be so bad either, only because I think you said it too. Whoever said it, cantina shipments wouldn't be so bad because if they did go to a cantina node and we're in cantina shipments, the farm would go hand in hand, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Plus, there's smugglers I don't think they'll they hang let out you double cantinas. up like that, though. <laughs> Rich just blew this thing wide open. I don't know if anyone heard it. <laughs> I missed it. He said they're smugglers. They always hang out in cantinas. <laughs> That's a really good point. I mean, yeah. There you I go. I hope they don't miss that opportunity. Well, you use this character a lot more than I do. So why don't you talk about Kylo Ren's new change? Which so was this out of nowhere. changed to the original Kylo, who, you know, I was kind of a fan of there for a while. You've been listening for <laughs> any length of time. Um, so what they did is his lash out ability, which is his AOE that gives him retribution. They changed it and it's got a new description, which I'm going to read off right now. Deal physical damage to all enemies and gain retribution for two turns. This attack can't critically hit. And it deals bonus damage equal to 50% of Kylo Ren's crit damage. First Order allies and allies with advantage gain 25% turn meter. So, what I (laughs) find interesting about this is he's really not losing very much damage. I mean, if you figure 50% of his critical damage amount, um, say if you've got him at the 216%, Half of that is 108, and that's the bonus he gets. So that would take him to 208%. So if you have a max on crit damage, he's losing 8% damage, and it's a guarantee. Which is probably going to be a larger damage output that he'll be doing because it's an AoE. Uh, You don't have the chance of missing, you know, not getting a crit or something. Mm -hmm. I actually think this is an improvement for raw damage on his AoE because of that. 
However, there is another really important part to it, and that is first order allies and allies with advantage gain 25% turn meter, which has always been there, and that part's really important. I've always kind of used that to, um, you know, give turn meter to your entire team whenever I've used them in phase two of the heroic AAT. The problem is, do you know what the problem is? I don't. Why don't you tell me? So, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit to Kylo and his kit, and specifically his leader ability, which gives 15% turn meter to each enemy who is critically hit. So if Kylo were to AoE and get five critical hits, Mm -hmm. so in other words, AoE with advantage, he would gain 100% turn meter. Yep. <laughs> that it's, would be fun to spam the shit out of. I mean... For a second there, before I really thought about this, I thought that this could be an endless loop because of his uh, because the ability he has to reset his cooldowns on his specials when he takes damage. But then I realized, if he's going over and over, he's not going to be taking damage. So, unless he's hitting he someone with a counter... counter with Commander Luke's everywhere. Oh, if that were the, yes, if it, if he's fighting anyone that gives, uh, has counters, including meta commander Luke Skywalker right now, it could be an endless loop. If he's gets his, if he gets his, uh, his specials reset because of that damage he takes, he's going to just keep doing this and keep giving everyone the turn meter they need. And in a way it might even, depending on how this works and how we see things come along in the next few weeks. This might be a new way to run a resistance-like team, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, he would basically be like the Oprah of turn meter. You get turn meter, and you get turn meter, (laughs) you know, to all of his First Order allies. And, you know, that would just be unfair. Yeah. And the only way, obviously, like we said, it worked would be if someone was countering and hitting him and resetting that uh, that AOE. But if there is someone there, man, he's going to be doing that often. Yeah. Oh, and Cow uh, uh, says in... Cow? K.O.? Cow? <laughs> says in the chat, his ability does dot him too, so it could reset it anyways. So you might That's not even true. need yep. the uh, counter, which if he does it to himself, ticks himself... Takes the damage and resets it. Pfft. There's a chance yeah. that it just keeps going that way. That's crazy. And, and it- uh, CG actually wrote in, you know, the post with this change. With the introduction of Kylo Ren Unmasked, we need to update Kylo Ren's special ability, Lash Out, to prevent an exploitive strategy. And I am definitely guessing that it's the spamming turn meter like crazy. Which is <laughs> sad, because that would have been fun. Yes, because all of this is depending on him critting. So this, what we've been talking about is really what could have been, because what they did is make his AOE not crit, which will pretty much prevent this uh, a uh, turn meter party. Yep. So, but he's still getting the twenty five percent turn meter, so it's not too terribly bad. Yes, they still get turn meter. It's just not an endless loop like it could have been. Yeah. So. 
I mean, if it's still, I mean, pretty useful for him because his it's going to make his lash out ability a lot more dangerous overall uh, in general. So that's a good thing. Hey, the any other change thing is you also don't or do what? I was just going to say any change that doesn't really affect the effectiveness, I guess, of the ability yeah. is is okay with me, especially if it's yeah. built in a way to keep the team running without being OP or broken, you know? So. Yep. Um, and something else is this will also uh, kind of prevent Kylo from triggering General Kenobi because on the AOE, he won't be, you know, uh, critting. So therefore, Kenobi's not going to be taunting or putting up crit immunity or anything of the sort. So that'll actually be pretty nice. So your AI Kylo won't be triggering Kenobi every time he uses that yes. for the rest of your which, team. Which is good. I mean, I think this is one of the things that's really hurt Kylo because I think there are some team comps where he could actually be quite useful even now. But because of that AoE with Joel Kenobi, it's just... it's. I mean, with Barris leads out there everywhere, I mean, you're just going to be AoEing and healing everyone. Then you counter with a weak attack and you heal them. It just, yeah. Not good. not good. Yep. Well, here's another fun thing from the end that they like to do, the what's ahead quote. And the what's ahead quote this week has been taken many different ways. The most popular one, I do not believe to be the case. So, what's ahead dot 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 and make mine a double okay so that's all it says literally doubles are the only way to drink my friend (laughs) the uh but the first one is apparently that is a famous phrase that hondo or hando whatever we want to call him says in uh, the clone wars so a lot of people think hey hondo's coming finally and i know that ednar from rfa is super stoked, but uh, yeah. Um, what what do you guys think that the odds are that this is Hondo in the middle of the ramp up to the Last Jedi to throw a random Clone Wars character in? Well, I thought Hondo was a guy driving a Honda Civic, so um, <laughs> Honcho. I'm not the person to ask on this one. Yeah, I mean. If he says the quote often enough, perhaps. I don't know the character that well to say he does or doesn't, but I just don't see the timing being there with everything else that's going on. So unless, okay, and this is another part that just people won't agree with, and that is unless he's one of the characters that you're going to get from Dark Side Territory Battles, but why people don't really necessarily say he's Dark Side He's probably light side, so that might not even be a thing, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Unless he's in The Last Jedi? He's Benicio Del Toro's character. <laughs> is he? I don't know. No, I don't even know like, who Mondo is. <laughs> oh, okay, well, there you go. I'm like, wait, whoa, what? But maybe that's why they're going to do it. They'll introduce Hondo to people, and then they'll be like, oh, and this is him. 30 years later. Here's Hondo. So Hondo would be... (laughs) Hondo would be how much older than Luke? So he'd probably be in a stretcher in The Last Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. 
The other popular theory, and one that our friend Zathomir from Shattered Order wanted us to mention, he also uh, wanted me to name him him an honorary uh, Zathodomus if he gets it right, but, uh, and that is just that it'll be double drops for the anniversary of the game. Yeah. And uh, so I'm guessing that in the next, I'm guessing probably before the anniversary we'll end up getting the smugglers, and then at those smugglers will probably have double drops. That's my guess what this means. This kind of makes me think it's we're coming up on two-year anniversary of the game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they did double drops on everything. Yeah, it could be that too. I mean, I'm going to make two Oprah jokes in one podcast, but they're going <laughs> to be like the Oprah of drops. I mean, double drops for you, double drops for everyone gets double drops. It's going to be great. It's going to be like Christmas a month early. Yes. I'm okay with that. Christmas. We have 12 days till the anniversary, so we shall see what happens. 12 days. That's all we're waiting on. So it's not, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have to wait too long to get this information. So, okay. As long as the smugglers are available before the double drops and don't arrive after the double drops, I'll be fine. Like, but. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We like to make guesses, and people like to hear guesses, but I don't know what the hell's going to happen. But we don't have to wait very long to find out. That's the good news. So, uh, We're going to put Rich to work here, and he's going to explain what events we have this coming up this week. Fun. <laughs> All right, so uh, first event, Emperor's Demise, is active right now running to November 15th. Then starting on November 11th, we have Assault Battle Places of Power. That's for the 11th and 12th. So tomorrow, or yesterday, depending on when the podcast comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Our next territory battle starts November 13th. Yes! I'm so excited. excited. We're going to get 41 this time, I feel it. We'll do it. We will do it. Uh, Fleet Mastery Home 1 returns November 14th, and Endor Escalation returns November 15th. So that's a lot of crap going on this week, so that'll be nice. My question, i got a question for both of you. We'll start with Wink. How many shards of Home 1 do you have to 7-star? Or did you already get it to 7-star? I am 55 away. Okay, so same as I me. I think all my capital ships are 45 out of 100 other than Thrawn. So you've gotten all the shards for all the events so far that have been there? Yes. I seven-starred Endurance. So far. But um, home one, I think I'm 55 away. What was... Is the Endurance the one you use in the fleet? It is the one I've been using in the fleet arena. Okay, gotcha. Because I'm I get an extra I'm gonna reinforcement. I'm going to ask you what your fleet arena team is later. Oof. We'll get to the arena. I don't know. I only spend about five seconds to go in and back out. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> after my own heart. Dad's gotten to you. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, I'll just stay under 100. As long as I look and I'm under 100, I'm like, whatever, I'm fine. And I hardly move. <laughs> nobody, on, nobody on my shard does fleet arena. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Now it's time for It Came From Reddit. Play the bumper. Uh, I did that because I knew you wouldn't be ready and there probably wasn't one. So, 
Uh, <laughs> put him on the spot. <laughs> there you go. Let's just move past this, please. ICFR. So, from the forums, good old times. With There's been some, like, long-running thing going on on the forums with credit heists and what's going on with them. And it's kind of obnoxious. So, I'm going to start at the beginning, just so we have a frame of reference of <sighs> what we're going to say here. So... Last week, they put out an update that said this. I'd like to provide clarification. Oh, no. That is not even the beginning. All right. Hold on. So, <coughs> there was... I don't even think the post is there anymore. There was a post put out by CG Rydigs that listed every training droid event and every credit heist for the month of November by date. Oh, yeah. They deleted that shit very quickly. And immediately, Cozy it's Spoon redacted it all and said uh, um, that they were still, he was given the wrong, basically how it was worded, said that these are random events within the time frame that was listed when they came out. So they can't really be, um, they can't. They're, they're random. That's basically what it said. And then she also went on to say in the same paragraph that he hadn't gotten the calendar of the correct credit hot droid heist, or sorry, <laughs> credit heist yet, mm-hmm. which like totally negated the random thing to it. So it's like, so these are totally random and he didn't have the correct calendar for them. So why would there be a calendar if they're random if they just pop up? You know what I'm saying? So it was really weird. Anyways, then a post came out that said, Hiya, Holotable Heroes. I'd like to provide clarification regarding credit heights and droid smuggling events. Credit heights are indeed scheduled by us. They are random insofar as we do not post the dates for the official forums. And the random is in air quotes. Per posts made in the past by our helpful devs, we initially sought to follow a cadence and a window of time in which credit heights and droid smuggling events would launch. Going forward, know that we'll be working on to better meet the needs of upcoming in-game events, character releases, and so forth. Our schedule moving forward may not adhere to previous cadences, but don't fret, we'll continue to run them regularly. Okay, so let's... uh, You ready? You ready for this? Yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. So, I'm just going to say what I... Like, let's be honest... We're all thinking the same damn thing. Like, everyone listening to this podcast, and me, and you, and Rich, we're all thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. However, the part that just really crawls under my skin, that scares the hell out of me, is this, the, the last little bit about going forward and better meeting the needs of upcoming events. And they're not going to be adhering to previous cadences. Before, it was every 6 to 12 days. There were a couple times they didn't hit that this past week when they screwed up and gave us two droid heists because everyone needs training droids. Yeah, and so much. They're, so the fact that our schedule moving forward may not adhere to previous cadences, but don't fret, we'll continue to run them regularly, that just really makes me think that... They know what they're saying is going to piss us off because we're not getting our credits. 
But they're like, well, don't worry. You know, we're going to run them regularly every two weeks or some crap. I, I, this, but, hmm. I, I think it means that we're, we're going to cut back on these so that you'll buy credits in the store <laughs> oh, <God>. instead. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, I, I just, I, I don't know where, I don't know where to go with this mentally. It just, it really, really irks me. I just, they, they had announced a plan before that they had gone with this whole time. And then it's like when people start calling them out on it because they didn't live up to it, then it's like, Oh, we screwed. Yes, we get we accidentally gave you credit heist rather or training droid heist instead of credit heist. Well, we screwed it up. Well, let's just change the whole damn plan. Like, <laughs> yes, why? Okay, was why do we about oh, the previous plan? It's why do we overreact to really things? Happy with why do people? Why it seems like they overreact when things happen. Like, did we really need to change the cadence on credit heist? If they change it worse then they really didn't need to change it. If it does change for the better, then fine. Okay, it's fine that you changed it. But literally, if this if takes... It for the better. I hope if it, it changes to two weeks... Better for who? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the problem, right? Because you yeah. always wonder, when everything happens, is it for the betterment of the players or them? And I know what we'll hear about it, that everything is done for a reason for the players, but uh, I'm telling you this much. Droids, you need credits, credits to use. Droids need your credits. Do you know what doesn't need droids? Your credits. We should be if credits should be the one that runs twice in a week, not droids. Like oh. spend two weeks before you give me more droids. Fine. I can't That's turn that. all my characters into level eighty-five because after one credit heist, I have enough to get one character to level yeah. eighty. Yeah, like, don't tell me that there's actually there was actually fifty fifty chance of them running the same one twice. No, there was a hundred percent chance if they were going to run one twice in the same week, it was going to be training droid heist. They weren't going to screw up and give us credit heist twice. Like, what <laughs> it would be happen? shut off halfway through the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, no. And some something else. So the original post with from Rye Diggs, I do believe mentioned. November 10th as being the day we get credit heist. Yeah. There's a screenshot, I know some people have it, of the original Rydig's post where there were three credit heists coming up in November. And guess how many droid heists there were? Four. Five. <laughs> it's like, so there's only, we. this calendar you just put out is already saying there are more droids than credits, just so everyone knows. Well, but what irritates me is he like i'm pretty sure the post said that the 10th was gonna be credit heist mm -hmm. and he clearly wasn't lying about that because everyone in their dog has been getting push notifications to go complete the credit heist that was today guess what <laughs> the no one that doesn't exist yeah i love the part that said that was a problem like we don't know why it went rogue it's like because it was probably pushed back and the announcement wasn't for some reason. Yeah. That's all I can think. It you know? just... I don't like, know, man. I don't know. It's just... Uh, we pay attention to these things. Like, 
I just feel like it's a little, this whole thing was a little disingenuous. Like, we're kind of, like, we, we, believe me, there's one thing in this game we pay attention to is when our credit highs. Credits? There's literally a website dedicated to track when the last credit (laughs) heists were and make predictions on statistics on when the next one will be. Is there really? Rip to that website because there is no cadence anymore. And what is the? Do you know what the website is? Hero Heist, I think. <laughs> Something like that. I think that's. I, I, I've heard of this, but I have not. Uh, I haven't. It also keeps track of so droid heists. So doesn't suck. I can actually look it up. But <laughs> oh, we should totally go on to another topic before I just. Well, I got something awesome to talk about, and it features yeah. our our friends that we'd like to know but don't know but talk about a lot here on the podcast, and that is the Hoth Ski Patrol. Because holy crap, they came out with another awesome These guys graphic. Good work. Seriously, Meow Baka or Mew Baka on Reddit went came out with a Hoth Imperial Invasion enemy overview. And it pretty much shows all the enemies, which which ones can become elite, what is added when they become elite, and pretty much everything that they can do in territory battles. And then it shows that days is your friend, which characters can do days, how they do days. I'm going to bring it up on the screen on the live stream. But... uh, yeah, so it's it pretty much shows... Any of these guys that do this stuff, the Husky Patrol guys, like, if y'all want to reach out to us, we, you know... I, I'd, I'd love to have those guys on, on the podcast. Like, that talk would be to awesome. Talk to for sure. Y'all do a lot of great work. Absolutely. This, this, uh, this little infographic, I'm going to take another look at it and refresh myself before the next territory battle, because it's really interesting to know... Which ones give the counter? Which ones I want to kill first? Who should, who should I stun? You know, all those things. I have my ideas yeah. from the past that were just based on my own observations, but it's good to know if this guy shows up as an elite, what is extra is he going to do? So, pretty sweet. One more thing from Reddit, and that's from <laughs> the old mainstay, Cap Gasp, said that shit... Good sh- buddy. Yes, like good man. Guy. Someday he'll come too. We'll uh, we'll have him on the Hopefully. podcast. That's our goal. That's our ultimate goal. It's always been the goal. We've been trying a long time. One day That's we true. will get him on air. But uh, ship marquee events require level sixty, same as ships, because some people were posting pictures of the ship marquee events that weren't working for them. So, for those of you that don't know that are newer players, ships unlock at level sixty. So to get those free ships, you'd have to be level sixty and have them unlocked. You won't just be able to get the blueprints to have them ready when you're level 60. You have to actually be 60 to get them. So if you see red X's over the event for you, know that that is why and why you can't do it. It's not anything you need to reset or uninstall to try to get to work. That is what's going on. So he also said that in regards to assault battles, Royal Guards have low potency. So using tenacity mods would help a lot in the pla- not places of power. What's the one with where you fight the the one we just did? Um, I can't uh, remember the name of it. Oh so the God. one where you fight uh, against uh, Palpatine in the last layer. Yep. You remember the one which one that was named? 
rebels. Might something, I thought. Military might. Military might. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Oh, yeah. He's got it. Military might. So military might at the end when the royal guards are... I don't know. Okay. He says they have low potency, to, so adding tenacity would help you. For such low potency, they stun an awful freaking lot. If you don't well, have any but, tenacity. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, who doesn't... Uh, you know, who adds tenacity to their characters? Nobody does. I mean... No, unless they're an arena. <laughs> so if you're talking about something that has like a 100% chance of stunning with low potency, well, if you don't have tenacity, it don't really matter. I mean, you're still going to Well, that's the thing. I don't think Royal Guard has a 100% chance to stun. Yeah, but Palpatine also doesn't 80%. have 200,000 health. So... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because the regular Royal Guard has an eighty percent chance to stun with the, uh, yeah, but whatever. So I mean, there's no telling. I don't know if they changed that, but wouldn't surprise me. Yep. All right, so that's it from it came from Reddit. Next up is the newer player segment of the week. So why don't you drive us there? So. This is something I thought it might be good to touch on a little bit. Um, I mean, all three of us have been playing a really long time in this game. Mm-hmm. And something to see a lot about is newer players wanting to know how to prepare for events. We have events coming all the time. We have assault battles. We have, you know, the legendary events. We have the heroic battles that are now coming up. And... I mean, it's kind of important to know how to prepare for them as far as farming and gearing and all that stuff. So uh, just kind of, kind of run down a couple strategies that could help and see what y'all think. Sounds good, um, man. So being aware of the characters that are coming up that you're going to need. So paying attention to that calendar, like we discussed, really important so you know how long you have. The math's pretty easy to figure out. You can kind of calculate if you'll get there or not. And if you're not going to get there, it's not worth spending the extra crystals. But a lot of times when an event's coming up and I'm not sure how far away I am, I will kind of do the math like on, you know, Cantina. I typically do, you know, say a 30% drop rate and do the math and figure up how many crystals I would have to spend or how many refreshes I do per day to get my character's actually ready for the event. Mm -hmm. And that can save you a lot of crystals just kind of knowing how to time that out and if you'll be able to get there or not. I think that another important thing in that is picking what's important to you and uh, knowing what characters are steps to the next one. So, for example... If you set out to say, I am a new player, CLS is coming out again in the future, in the next couple months, and I know that that's going to be a thing. Um, Let's just use this for an example and pretend R2-D2 is going to have another event soon. Because I don't know if he is or not, but we can assume that CLS is probably going to come out in the next three months again. But if you're a new player, you got to know that CLS needs R2-D2 at seven stars, right? And you can't get R2-D2 any other way but his legendary event. So if your end goal is CLS, 
you have to plan ahead. So first you have to get your Empire characters, at least five of them, at seven star to get R2-D2. And then you also have to have those five Rebels that include R2-D2 to get CLS. So you have to think ahead of what you got to farm to get to where you want to be and stay with that because you never know time changes and timing on events and what's going to happen with them. Uh, so you want to stay on task with that and not move off it because let's say your CLS is your end goal for events and suddenly you see Thrawn is coming in a month and you think you can get Thrawn. Well, you got to decide, are you going to go after Thrawn or are you still going to go after CLS because you would have a lot of work to get that R2-D2 and then the characters for CLS and any time you spent moving off on that to get Thrawn with Phoenix characters would throw that timeline off really far. So you got to prioritize what you want and go after that. Because if you don't right. have a set plan, you're just going to be wading in deep water there. And I like that comparison you just used because what do you need to get R2? You need Empire. What is Thrawn? He is Empire. How do you get Thrawn? Phoenix. <laughs> if you're a newer player, you should absolutely be farming Phoenix. There are three legendary characters you can get by farming Phoenix. Yoda, not entirely, but you get a pretty good portion of the way there. Two-fifths of the way. Yeah. Emperor Palpatine? Empire character requires rebels. All of Phoenix are rebels. Thrawn requires only Phoenix. So just getting your Phoenix there, they will get you a pretty good portion of the way to getting even R2, which... Hold on, I'm about to do some maths. Okay. All right, so we got you. So Farming Phoenix will get you 2.4 legendary characters. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. You can ask Rich. I got I the like calculator it. up right here. Uh, you had to use Very a nice. calculator for two-fifths. <laughs> <laughs> we call it maths. Does that really show you how good at maths I am? Well, okay, if you want to be technical, wouldn't it be 2.2? Because he gets you 20% of the way to, or gets you, what, 40% of the way to R2, but only, uh, what, 20% of the way to Commander Luke? I see where you're going. Now we're jumping Actually, further down so the I rabbit hole. a little bit more than that. Yeah, we're just, I don't know. Talking anyway, about exponents and all. That <laughs> yes, it'd be like algebra. Okay, it gets you like two point five. Look, I never way. took physics. Anyway, we talked about that's, this. That's <laughs> so, yeah. So that's really important. Pay attention to the events that are coming up. This is something. Thank you, Andy Rue, for actually pointing this out in the live chat. <clears throat> Prioritize who you're going for. That's the most important part about farming. I mean, don't spread yourself too thin. Don't, I mean, if you want Commander Luke, don't be trying to get Yoda. It's, it takes you too far off of that path. I mean, kind of prioritize. Sorry. Do what? Um, So do you think it's going to be the same with like, say, Ray's hero's journey is probably going to require a seven star BB-8. So you'll also need first order. Yeah, to unlock that. Yeah. 
That's for sure. I mean, farming first order is probably getting you on your way to unlocking Ray with a lightsaber. Yeah, I think, and that's I think that's going to happen a lot in the next year with Heroes Journey characters, depending yeah, on sure. how many more we get. You know. Yep. So. And maybe we'll get Snoke through a villain's journey. Who knows? Um, if we do villain's journey, we talked about this last week. I want legless, armless Anakin. <laughs> the, the heroes fall the droid destroying uh, half human yeah. yes I hate you <laughs> <laughs> um, alright so another really good thing to think about whenever you're preparing for these events is gearing a lot of times you'll have gear and you'll want to gear those characters up because it may help you beat the event However, always try to beat the events with minimal gear. This is pretty important for just about anything. Like once, I mean, once you can beat something with minimal amount of gear, you're way better off. You don't want to be spending stun cuffs or stun guns on characters. Just skim up a gear level so you can beat some random event, depending on what it is. There are events that are probably worth it. Thrawn, Commander Luke, R2, probably worth it. But you're still better off not spending gear you need on characters that you're not going to use other than one time. So pay very close attention to that and try to get away with putting as little gear on them as possible. And if you are going to gear them, try to do it with the more common gear than anything else. Remodding is a much better alternative. It is. It takes way less time to take mods off your arena team, put them on a character for an event, than it does to refarm a bunch of stun guns and stun cuffs that you just spent. <laughs> That's for dang sure. And as far as that goes, I didn't get BB-8 to 7-star yet, because I didn't have Stormtrooper at 7-star. But the... I... Beat six star with the lowest gear I could possibly muster because I had no carbontes. So what I did was gear everyone as far as they could with gear that didn't take forever to farm and played with my mods as much as I needed to to get those characters to win. And I think I did like I had like one gear 11, one gear 10 and the rest were gear eight or seven and I was able to beat it. I know that it'll be much harder in the seventh star tier, but, you know, doing what you can with what you have and not spending any more than you have to to get there, you're you're definitely on to something there. Especially with the characters that you do not care about. Like, okay, perfect example, right? Back in the day when the Yoda, you know, the Yoda legendary event was in its second... Uh, Second coming, the he was just impossible to beat. Super hard, right? Yeah. So I took Ethkoth to gear 10, which was the highest gear you could at that time. Ethkoth. You know how many times since the, the you know how many times <laughs> since that I have used Ethkoth? He's in your arena team. No. I got my gear my gear 12 Ethkoth. Balling out of control. No, the uh, <laughs> I, the only thing I got excited for was the heroic AT because he could uh, 
stun droids and extra damage versus droids, but in the end, I didn't use him because he still kind of sucked. So I'm with <laughs> you, man. True. Don't. Yeah. And, and, and then the best part, got him to gear 10, hoping to beat the event, and the event was nerfed. And I did not need him at gear 10. So watch what happens. Ouch. Don't gear until you have to. Save the gear if you need to. Just keep those guys with the green with the green pluses on them. Fight the event. If you need a little help, put them on the most effective unit. So you put the gear on someone that you might actually use. If that doesn't work, throw some more gear on a different character and keep going until you well, find mean, the winning combination. And that's the biggest thing. That's something that I don't want to get, like, get forgotten about is if you're going to spend gear, don't spend it on Eighth Coths of the world. Spend them on the Ezra Bridgers of the world. Spend it on the R2s of the world. Spend it on characters who actually have other uses in the game. You don't want to spend on characters you're never going to use again. I would yeah. much rather go ahead and just take a character to gear 11 that actually have other uses rather than just forgetting about it and spending gear on characters I'm not going to use. It's not worth it. I agree completely. Just got to... This game is a resource game. If you're just dropping it on there thinking that it'll just help you beat it, and you're not thinking about the fact that you might be overspending on those guys, you're going to make other gear grinds longer for characters you actually really want to put stuff on. So, Yep. For sure. Yep. Well, it would have been a lot of fun to talk about um, the silencer and the red strip TIE fighter, but we're going to talk about that next week. Yes. So why don't we get to Richie and let him tell us who he's using in his arenas. All right, let's do that. All right. So right now I've got a CLS lead raid Han R2D2 and chase, but I just got my ATF to gear 12. So once I get her, Modded. I'm probably going to try and factor her in. Um, probably take Chase out and put in ATF and Thrawn, even though my Thrawn's still only gear 11. I think that's interesting. He ran the same exact team as me for a very long time, and we didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common team. I run into the same team all the time on my shards, so... No. The CLS, I'm still running CLS, CLS, Beirut, uh, Han, and R2. That's what I'm doing. I'm still, I have about 300 Carbontes because that's all I've been farming. So I'm thinking about gearing up uh, Obi-Wan and throwing his, or sorry, Old Bin and throwing his uh, Zeta on him. And putting him in there instead of GK, but we will see what happens. Really? Putting yes. a Zeta? <laughs> Dude. Yes. Putting a Zeta on him, I like that about? Zeta. I'm laughing at you and what, uh, oh, whatever okay. was happening in the background there. So, all right, quick <laughs> side tangent. Um, apparently, I left a bowl on the coffee table 
and the dogs are on the coffee table getting to the bowl. So I'm trying to throw something down the hallway and distract the dogs. <laughs> Not working. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? It's you look like you're throwing crazy. a baseball. Well, it's funny part is I heard something earlier in the background. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't think that's here. It must be over there. I'm going to kill Beagle Squadron. Beagle Squadron's <laughs> about to be down. Beagle Squadron down. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, uh, Jesus. Um. Well, so. so I'm still running the same team with no Gear 12s as before, but I am thinking about at least gearing up old Ben to throw him in there to have another Rebel instead of General... or instead of Chase and to throw in maybe Thrawn or... Someone else, another Dude, rebel, Leia, maybe. General Kenobi and Old Ben are so much fun together in Arena. Um, See, I don't even old run Old Ben right now, so it, it could really just be me throwing Old up. Ben and uh, Kenobi in for Chase he's, or Beirut. He's so he's great. Oh no, he's super fun. I like the dude. I just yeah. don't want to throw my Gear Nine Old Ben in there. So, Only because he'll make a target. He's viable, he's, but he's nah, he's, he's just fine at gear nine. I was using him at gear nine, never had any trouble. Yeah, I'm just Te- worried about targeting. Test it. Test it. Just worried Target. about the targeting. <laughs> targeting, smargeting. Throw him in there, see what happens. Don't worry yeah. about it. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll do a battle after the podcast. All right. Um, tell me kind of- about Hermit Yoda. I know this guy unlocked him also, so he might like this conversation. So, yeah, if you missed the live stream, you can go check that out. Did, I think, five arena battles, went through some Galactic War, did some various testing of teams with Hermit Yoda. Kind of trying to figure out something that works. And guess what I found out in the live stream? I found out Hermit Yoda's kind of terrible. I was really disappointed. Oh, sad. I thought you were going to say when you hit stop recording, the live stream stops and you got to start it over. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to talk about my internet right now but, um, Yeah, we had issues To say the least But I have been testing a lot of different teams With Hermit Yoda I've, com- I've tested Commander Luke Skywalker leads Admiral Ackbar leads General Kenobi leads Which are pretty fun I've tested uh, Qui-Gon lead I've tested I've gone through a lot of different things A lot of different variations of each team Trying to figure something out and they all seem to be pretty terrible. Not really terrible, just not that great. I don't... There is one team in my arena that's Admiral Akbar lead with Han, Commander Luke, General Kenobi... Or, no, no, no. No General Kenobi. But he has R2 and um, and Yoda. And it it's a really good team. I've lost it a couple times. Uh, it's the, they're all gear twelve except for Yoda, obviously. But um, I mean, his team's really good. I just I wasn't able to create anything that was all that good until earlier today. I came up with something that I kind of like so far. Oh yeah, I love wink teams. Why don't you tell me what's going on here? All right, Is it- so. Does it involve I, I Death will, Trooper, Akbar, and Ezra? It doesn't involve and Death Trooper, Old Ben. Sadly. No. <laughs> okay. However, I'm going to give you four of the characters I'm using, and I'm gonna let you pick or I'm gonna have you guess at who my leader is. Hermit Yoda, 
Commander Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, General Kenobi, and my leader is... You, didn't, you only named three characters. I named four. Four? Han, Who's Commander the leader of that team? General Kenobi, Hermit Yoda. Who's the fifth? Who is the, the leader? Oh, okay. You want me to name the... I thought you were wanting me to pick out of those yes. four who the leader was. And no, I'm like, no, no. So the other one doesn't have a leader ability or... Okay, nope. so pick Kenobi, CLS, Han, um, Stormtrooper Han. Nope. <laughs> Let me give you a hint. <laughs> Is it Wedge? We just talked about him. Old Ben. <laughs> Oh, Ben. Ben. Wow. <laughs> so he gives the 15% evasion, nice. and you gain the 30% turn meter on the evade. What's great about Hermit Yoda is he starts out with stealth, which gives him 100% evasion. It is ridiculous how often Hermit Yoda goes because he's always stealthed. Not always, but he's pretty much always stealthed. Pretty close to it. I'm guessing. So he actually has 115% evasion. So if you attack him, it's probably going to evade. He's going to gain 30% turn meter. Mm -hmm. Him gaining turn meter is just healing everyone quicker. It gets second and third uh, Grandmaster's trainings out even quicker. Every time I've ran this team, just about, I get at least three characters with uh, the buff on them. Mm-hmm. And it is a total wrecking ball. It's I've been really impressed at how well it causes the entire team to gain turn meter. Um, it's I don't know. It's it's really surprising. And the other thing is, I was considering dropping Han Solo and putting in Ezra. I'm seriously I, I'm I'm still trying to decide if I want to put a Zeta on Ezra or Yoda. And take, and then, you know, take Ezra to gear 12 if I zated him. I've got all the gear to do it. Mm-hmm. But um, Han Solo's great in that team because he gives evasion up whenever he gives out all of his buffs. So he pairs really <laughs> well with those yep. two. Especially um, with AI, because the AI loves that. So they'll always yes, have does. evasion up. And, I mean, my whole team goes up. They go a Dude, lot. It's that is a nutso combination. It's an interesting team. Yeah. It, it's fun. The extra and, evasion uh, up from Han. I'm going to have to try that. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm curious. That is pretty sweet. It, it's good. And, uh, you know, because you can get all those buffs out, I mean, once you start getting those buffs out, I mean, you can kind of... I don't want to necessarily say walk through General Kenobi and Barriss teams, but they're certainly beatable, which is surprising given that it's not you know an offensive type team it's kind of more of a stall type team build mm-hmm. but it's actually really good on offense so nice. yeah uh i may have found a really good u- use for hermit yoda and you know by the time we do the next podcast i may have zated him or ezra who knows but I'm going to kill my dog. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard I thought time. that was here at first. Time, yeah. <laughs> no, that was right down my hallway. But was it, uh, was anyway. it a glass bowl you left on the table? Because <laughs> yeah, it sure as hell sounded glass. <laughs> yeah. I'm You're not barefoot, so when you go to find it, 
You don't step on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Damn, Beagle yeah. Squadron's gone rogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rogue Squadron in the house for sure. Um, oh man. Uh, other u- other uses of Hermit Yoda. He's been a lot of fun in Galactic War. He does make Galactic War quite a bit easier, and. Um, I'm excited. I'm, I'm still. I'm. Lu- I'm lukewarm on him. I like him a lot. My favorite character in Star Wars universe would be the Hermit version of Yoda. So I'm glad that I'm using him, and I'm going to keep using him, and I'm probably going to Zeta him. But, um, oh, that's something else. If I do Zeta him, his heal not only gives twenty percent protection, but gives uh, foresight to Jedi. So I would then have three characters on that team who would so be even getting more. 30% turn meter <laughs> the next time they get attacked. So right. that's another reason why I'm considering it. But Hermit Yoda does make Galactic War easier for sure. Uh, he's really fun there. Um, all in all, I think he's an okay character. I think if you find the right team, he can probably be a really good character. I do think that when they built this character, I think they probably had a roadmap. Like... I think they have a lot of things planned out that we don't see yet. I think there is something coming that is going to make Hermit Yoda awesome, like really awesome, and I can't wait to see what that is. So. Well, I just want to mention two things. First off, my B account is 15 shards from Hermit Yoda, so after the next territory battle, I should have him nice. ready to go on my B account. So I did decide to do what I have always done with my B account and use that as the testing ground. And so I will have him soon. And I'm going to have to play around with some of these ideas that you're having on that account. But the other part to that is my A account, I haven't done... I haven't used him... Or I haven't used any currency on him yet. And the only thought that I had to that that seem to have some interest from people when I mentioned why I didn't think about or I didn't buy them is I'm really wondering if we're going to get a a dark side territory battle character like Hermit Yoda that pops up in Guild Event Store and whoever it is I kind of want to know before I start buying Hermit Yoda shards who it is and how good they are because depending on when dark side territory battles come out we may have enough currency to seven star them immediately so I am saving mine to either buy Yoda at seven star immediately or to see what the dark side version is. All right. Good luck. Keep talking. You. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm thinking of doing. Now, with okay. It. So while he's away, I have a question for you. Okay. What's up? Who do you think the dark side territory battle character would be? I think that that will depend on what planet it's on so let's say so hoth right it made sense to hoth was in the empire strikes empire strikes back so having yo hermit yoda from that movie there along with captain han solo and rolo cls yeah cls all those make sense so depending on where they do dark side territory battles is i think what will determine uh what you know what we get so depending on so the question is if it was hoth who would we get because i can't think of really anyone 
that we don't have from that time, right? Admiral That's named Piet. Admiral Piet. <laughs> That's yeah. the only one I can think of. But and with a name like Admiral Pitt, all I can think is that he would be like a Rolo or a, you know, Captain Hawn. Yeah. One of the ones you get shards for, or he goes to Cantina to get the other one's shards. But it doesn't seem like as iconic of a character that you'd need all those shards like you do. There's not really, I mean, with Palpatine already released, there you kind of have to look towards either the new trilogy or the old Republic time to really find a a dark side villain like that. New Darth Vader. I mean, yeah, that's that would be kind of cool. They yeah. could do they could do Darth Vader like as you mentioned jokingly Anakin with no arms and no legs, but they could realistically do a Darth Vader pre dismemberment type character where it's Anakin when he's killing younglings. Yeah, in his um, yeah with the cloak and everything, the cloak I mean, and everything. And like he could be, yeah, like just a really powerful dark side Jedi. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think to your question, who we get for dark side territory battles, new character wise, will just depend on where it is, and I assume it's going to be on Hoth. So, like, as we see with Hermit Yoda, it could be anyone from the movie, right? So, if there's anyone dark side in that movie that we don't have yet that's really prominent then problem is it, se- it always seems like there's these no-name guys that end up dying and gone and then you have palpatine and darth vader and maybe some other lower name characters but no real named ones they've already got dooku and sidious out yeah well i'm talking about just from just empire from strikes back you know Lampard, yeah there's so it's it's hard to say the Rancor from Return of the Jedi, they're just going to make that a dark side character. <laughs> Takes up three spots. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Are you still there, Wink? Yeah, I am. Uh, okay. Update on the Disware. Nothing broken, but um, Beagle Squadron <laughs> definitely went rogue. So. Did <laughs> yeah. Beagle uh, Squadron get uh, sent to the outer rim? Situation normal. Um, <laughs> Uh, situation How are normal. You? How are you? <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. Well, what do you think? Should we ask some questions to our guests now? Like we always do we with should. our guests. I think that is a great idea. I do too. Now, I don't know that we want to use the jazz music from trivia for this. Do you have any other music? <laughs> Ooh, do I have any other music? I. You know, I wish you would have told me. <laughs> I didn't I think about this before now. some music. <laughs> just, uh, just I don't really something. have anything prepared. Uh, it's, a, it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. That's disappointing. Yeah. All right, well, we'll ask these questions because we can. And you can throw on music if you find it. Whatever. I'll ask the first question. And I know the answer. And I think it's interesting. So... I'm going to let him answer it and explain it because I'm guarantee Wink is not going to know who it is. It's cool. Wink can beatbox. You're absolutely right. All right. First question. <laughs> Richie, <laughs> favorite character. Oh, no, this isn't the question I was thinking of. I was wondering how you had, knew what my answer was going to be. Yeah, that question. <laughs> this is a, we'll get to his favorite one and Wink's going to ask it. So whatever. Fa- we'll start here. First character. 
You want me to read my own question? I'm getting, uh, we're getting there. We're almost done here. <laughs> Favorite character in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Oh. I'm gonna have to say, and it's gonna be weird, but I'm gonna have to say Qui-Gon. Because when I first started the game, I ran a Jedi team. And he was my leader for a very long time with his speed. And that was before he even had his, his Zeta leader ability and he just gave a speed boost. But he was my leader for a long time. So I still, I, I like to use Qui-Gon when I'm doing either a Galactic War or even a Jedi team in early territory battle phases. Just out of uh, nostalgia. And you have him Zated, right? I do have him Zated, yeah. So, so yeah, now that he's Zated, it's even better. Even better. Well, that's a good point. That's something I'd completely forgot about when we kind of talk about metas and everything. Like, he he was freakishly good there for a while. He was unbelievable. I think it was a Chromium-only character. Mm-hmm. But he was a badass. And I remember I was so excited whenever he hit the Cantina store. Because in the middle, and use yeah. in the yeah. middle of that meta, he went to the cantina. For it was nice. that, so I still think got about to ride that. that for a little while. That yeah, well, just, but was just awesome. like think about that, right? So back then, he was meta, only a pay character, and in the middle of that meta, even though yep. they only paid for him, you could only get him by paying for him. They made him free to play. Yep. That is where was, things were where then. Were, that's when they were trying to attract players. Yes, that is where <laughs> things were then. If you were to see Mother Talzin break cadence and pop into like <laughs> pop into the arena store right now, now that she's, oh, that you know, awesome. It would be a throwback Shocking. to Kaigon. <laughs> yes, it would. Yep. All right, next question. All right, Richie, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Empire Strikes Back. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> yeah. That is... Uh, Matter-of-factly, I don't even need to defend that answer. I mean... Yep. <laughs> I actually have a shirt that says, I prefer episode five. <laughs> nice. It's, yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic movie. It is. But you know what? We know yours. I don't think I've ever said mine, and you're going to hate me for it. Fantastic. And a lot of people will. No, but it is a Return. prequel. The one that I will watch, the the one that I go back and watch, if not just watch the scenes at the end it's of this movie, two. is episode three. I'm okay with three. If you would have said two, I, I would have left. I oh, if really you would have said like episode two, I would have said, it's because you get to see Natalie Portman in skimpy clothes. I get it. Episode three, <laughs> though, was a really good movie. So, I, I mean. I, okay, let's, I'll just say this. This is the reason I love that movie. I think that. Anakin versus Obi-Wan is one of the best fight scenes in all of Star Wars. It was a really good fight no. scene. It was great Absolutely. getting to see like how we went from Anakin to Darth Vader. Like that is what that movie is about and that is mm-hmm. great. which is what the entire tri- trilogy should have been about. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I agree. I did I did Revenge of the Sith was was a very good movie. Yep. Um I, I honestly, I think Rogue One, I loved Rogue One. I, I thought a, a Star Wars movie yeah, in the Star Wars universe that didn't resolve, revolve around the Skywalkers, and they did a really good job with it. So 
I I definitely have that up there with with some of my favorites. I won't watch episode one and two at this point. I just don't need to. I've seen them enough times. I'm fine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to be watching them soon because movies. my girlfriend has not seen all the movies. I've made her Oof. watch episode four and, and five so far. Her. So we're going to be having a binge weekend here pretty soon. Now, okay. Now I have my own question then. How Do you watch one through six or do you do that whole four, five, one, two, three, oh, six? Oh, you've got to do four, five, six, one, two, three, okay. then go. Uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. I think I think Rogue One, then Force Awakens. Okay, I was gonna say. So you watch Rogue One before. Rogue I don't know if you watch Who Damn Rogue One might be the second best next Empire. That is a damn good movie. It was let me throw very, this very good. Let me throw this into the mix. Maybe the first movie you should watch is Rogue One, and then go in Episode Four. Or I, not do one, I two, three. Rogue One. I wouldn't argue four, with five, the six. <laughs> I don't, it's great, but the way the ending portrays Vader makes the originals a little confusing from the beginning. Well, but it explains why everyone's afraid of him. I mean, in the beginning, you're just afraid of him because you're supposed to be. But if you watch Rogue One and then watch 4, 5, and 6, you're afraid of him because you've seen him destroy Yeah, but the, just the whole <laughs> misconception, like, he knew they had the plans. Like, come on, if he just finished hacking up a whole ship of people, he finally catches the people that have it, like, he's going to be hacking up all them, too. Like, he's not going to be like, but she's a how's it going? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> that was the only thing I didn't buy, and that's just... Yeah. My favorite part anyway. of episode four now is, thank you to Princess Leia for providing us these plans. Yeah. No one else, <laughs> just her. What about Jen? What about Cassie? He doesn't even think Luke or Hulk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Classic. All right, nice. next question. Favorite Star Wars quote? Oof, that is that is a good question. I I like the boring conversation anyway. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Anytime I was on a phone with a customer at work and I'd hang up, I'd always say that to myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with that one. I like that. I mean, any honestly, to, for me, anything Harrison Ford says is pretty quotable. I mean, he's just, yeah, I, I love Han as probably my favorite character in the movies was Han, just because Harrison Ford played him so well. So, like, I yeah, know he's... is one of your favorite quotes? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> as a single guy, I have no reason to quote that part of the movie, so. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm good. No one's saying that to me. I think so. the, I think the quote, movie quote I've said the most from those movies ever is, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. You do quote that a lot. I say that all the time. That is why it was in the original podcast intro theme. I love that quote. He doesn't like you. I don't like you either. All right, anyways, next question. Uh, who's your favorite character from the movies? Han. Oh, definitely, yeah. Han, as I mentioned, I, I just love his sarcasm. It's but, like... Yeah, Harrison Ford. I, I mean, I'm glad that that you know they didn't kill him off at the end of Empire like Harrison Ford wanted 
because <laughs> we got to stick around to get two more movies with him. So yeah, let me adjust that question to get the now, answer now, I was yeah, hoping you would say. So my <laughs> next question is, what is your favorite character from Star Wars? I'm going to dip into the legacy novels because I've read most of them. My favorite character of all time, Corrin Horn. And I would be, I, if anyone knows who that is, That's I'd be cool. very impressed. If you know yeah, who Cornhorn is, mention it in the live stream chat. I'm yes. curious Isn't if that anyone a game watching. You play with bean bags or something? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> close. That's Cornhole. Oh, Cornhorn. Okay. Okay. This is this is the story of Cornhorn, like through all the novels. He's a police police officer on Corellia, who joins Wedge in reforming Rogue Squadron. Finds out he has force abilities and joins Luke's Jedi Academy and then marries a bounty hunter. Like, he's just one of the most interesting characters. <laughs> and he's a badass. Like, he's a badass pilot. He, he doesn't become a super powerful Jedi, but he does, you know, well enough. And he's just very interesting. <laughs> Sounds like it. I mean, I'm so intrigued. I will probably if go you, read if you that read right after I finish novel, reading the... Chicken erotic novel. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a book. He he has his own book called I Jedi, and that's uh, it's a legacy novel. It it's after the Rogue Squadron part because Rogue Squadron they had a bunch of books that he's in. But if you read I Jedi, it's it's still pretty good. Now I gotta look it up. Yeah. <laughs> awesome man. All right, so next question: Who do you think Ray's parents are? Who do I think they are? Or who do I want them to be? <laughs> Maybe one of each. I think. They are completely new characters that we've never heard of or they won't even introduce. Like, it won't matter. I think we're making a big deal out of it, but I don't think Reen Johnson cares. I want them to be Luke and Mara Jade, like in the Legacy books, or at the very least Luke, but my guess is it's just going to be glossed over. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think that it's going to be Luke. But I do think it's going to be somebody from Star Wars universe that we do know some stuff about. See, I I I I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, the entire like all nine movies are basically stories of the Skywalkers, but yeah. It it would be, you know, I wouldn't well, cuz then you look at Finn. I mean, we're never going to find out who Finn's parents are. So, you know, Rey just because she's a force user has to be related to the Skywalkers. I mean, I don't know. I want. Finn I want seem to, be to have a little bit of force sensitivity. Like, I think at some I don't point know, man. I saw him get destroyed by Kylo Windu Ren in that lightsaber battle. Mace Windu is his dad. <laughs> He's a clone of Mace Windu. Yeah, <laughs> just shorter and muscular. <laughs> Here's an off-topic thought. You never know. Here's an off-topic thought. What if the new trilogy is the story of Cornhorn? That'd be amazing. <laughs> there you go. They make him canon again. I would love for him to be like retroactively put back in like they did Thrawn. I would be very happy if they kind of just shoehorned him into, even if it was just the Rebellion timeline, like not even the New Republic timeline after Return of the Jedi, if they do what they did with Thrawn and just throw him into like the Rebels TV show or something, I would be okay with that. I, I loved him as a character. He never reached the Thrawn levels of popularity, though. I don't think anyone really did from the legacy books. Gotcha. Except Han and Leia's kids. But they've already <laughs> used that story, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, who do you think Snoke is? Once again, I'm going to say I, I think he's going to be brand new. I, I mean, 
we all want to make connections, but I'm not pinning my hopes on them doing something awesome. Like like I said, what I want them to do is make him Darth Plagius, who was Sidious's mentor, so that the entire movies is basically Plagius's story. I think that would be really cool. He you know he figured out how to fight death, so that would be pretty awesome. Um, but I, I you know I kind of think that's who it's gonna be. I'd really like that. I think would be cooler. I don't care. At that point, I wouldn't care who Ray's parents are. If they make Snoke Pelagius, I'm like, cool. Then this is connected already. I don't need Ray to be connected. I, I'm happy enough right there. So he could figure out how to not die, but not how to get uh, plastic surgery? Well, but I mean, maybe, you know. <laughs> it, he likes his dead Come on. Yeah, well, maybe he doesn't not die. Maybe he gets resurrected, and you know you can only resurrect a body so many times before it's like, yeah, nothing we can do. <laughs> Starts with looking this. like a zombie. <laughs> yeah, That's a good point. He's almost there. There's only, there's only so much we can do here. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right. Next question. Favorite Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes battle mode. I actually really enjoy territory battles. I. I it's not easy, but I enjoy the way they do it, um, you know, factoring in the ships, the platoons, so that, yes, I'm never using my Lobot or my Paplo or my Log Ray, but I, they serve a purpose now. Um, I, I, you know, the different abilities, and as you platoon, you know, you knock the abilities of the, em- the enemy down, but we can also gain our own. I think they, there's a lot of thought they put into it. I really do enjoy it. So I do will say I... I wish it wasn't as frequent because sometimes it gets exhausting. Yep. They would have to up the rewards to make that a thing. Yes. But I agree with you. I wish they would add like some, like one or two million credits territory battles. I wish I'd get better That way when they forget credit heist, we're not completely screwed. Uh. Well, we've done how many territory battles and I have one piece of gear 12 gear on a character. Like, all the gear 12 gear that I'm getting from Territory Battles has been useless. Yeah. So far. Because we don't end up getting the same one, so we're not hitting that 50 mark for, like, a whole bunch of Territory Battles. I've been able to buy one piece of gear, and I think I put it on Churit. I thought you were going to say Chewy. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) What were you thinking? Clone Wars Chewy. (laughs) All right. All right, what uh, what is your favorite non Galaxy of Heroes Star Wars game? Star Wars Rebellion for the PC that came out in the nineties. It was amazing. You were put in charge of either the Rebel Alliance or the Empire after the Battle of Yavin, and you controlled mining and resources. You controlled, you know, exploring the galaxy to conquer new planets, whether diplomatically or by military. You had to build troop training facilities, construction yards, shipyards. You had to train troops, build ships. And then when you built ships, you got to engage in awesome space battles with your ships. It was it was a great game. I really wish they would do a game like that again for Star Wars. It's like real-time strategy, but Star Wars. There was a rebellion, too, when we were both in boot camp, wasn't there? That was Galaxy of War. That was oh, very okay. similar, but it was, yeah, it was supposed to be like the spiritual successor. But yeah, it was Galaxy of War. They they added in like ground battles, which was really cool. But I still prefer Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, well, last question. Favorite non-Star Wars video game? Madden. <laughs> Madden yes. football. Every year for, like, 30 years. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know how many people follow me on Twitter, but uh, there's a hashtag in both mine and Richie's Twitter bios that says, hashtag Madden Wednesday, and that's because we are some of the only people I know that run franchises to the very brink that they're allowed to before you have to restart and start a new one. Until the game breaks. Until the game stops. tells you no <laughs> and says and you have to start over. Madden Wednesday for a very long time. Like four or five years. Longer than that, man. That's <laughs> crazy. Like eight years. <laughs> I go through phases on Madden. Like, I'll play it for a while and then quit. But all in all, I'm just not very good at the game. So I kind of don't play it a whole lot. Well, when you grow up a Redskins fan, the only way I get to see them win is when I play Madden and win with them. So that's a good <laughs> Usually point. it's like I get to watch every my Sunday team win. I'm going to shut up. I don't want to. Yeah, oh, we never talked about this. <laughs> we didn't mention how the Lions You're right, we didn't beat talk about how I the Green Bay Packers. Football. We didn't talk about how the Lions beat the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau for the first time. Time second time out of twenty four years. All right, y'all ready for some trivia? Are you sure you want to move on? We can keep talking about this. We've got time. I'm playing right. the drop. All right. I don't want to talk about it. I'm gonna move so we can get the board here. There you go. Should I just remain silent? It's time for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes trivia. <laughs> Oh, give me that sweet jazz music. There you go. All right. It's time for trivia, and we're going to have Richie play along with us. Is the music at a good volume? It's good for me. I love it. I like it. it. All right. Oh, God. I did not fix your screen. Everyone's going to watch me fix you live on the live stream. <laughs> Ooh, I like people watching me get fixed. <laughs> yes, watch me, watch, watch me fix Wink live. That'll be my new Discord name all week. Uh. Watch me fix Link live. What? Well, yeah, I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> all right, we got it up on the screen. Off I got my rails. board. Oh, I gotta take away this winning score for you there. <laughs> Put us back at zero. All right, let's do this. Moving into question one, let's go. Sure. We have we have learned last week that R2 has the most tags in the game with six. However, there are four people that have five tags. Enumerate them. Five mm. tags. Wow, this is... That's good. It's gonna be interesting. So just to be clear, we're starting off from scratch this time. Also. Yes, zero to zero. Unless you want to give me a chance to come back this week. Nope, you have a punishment coming up. Just okay. wait for that. All right, um, well, I'm gonna keep moving here. Oh, let's see if this is one. It might not be, but who knows. 
It's funny because this is rough, man. I can't even think of one that I'm absolutely sure on. I put down three answers, but... I am writing answers. Um... <laughs> but how sure are you on any of them? Not very. Okay. I thought that and might be the case. And it's going to be like obscure characters that we're totally unaware of. Probably. Um... Uh, I got I got some answers. I don't know if they're right, but we shall see. I put five. Give me a few more seconds. I am still coming up with some. Oh, we only needed four. I wrote down five. <laughs> Increase those odds. Those numbers are. I thought there were five with four tags. There's actually four with five tags. So uh, what? How are you looking over there? Um. All right, I I got four. That's all I come up with. All right, give me your four. All right, BB-8, R2. I put him again because he has at least that many. So why not? Gerald <laughs> Kenobi and Old Ben. All right. How about you, Richie? Uh, I had General Kenobi. I had Palpatine. Uh, and Hoda. Okay. I put Ezra, Newt Gunray, General Kenobi, BB-8, and IG-100. So we shall see. All right. That we shall. <laughs> yeah, I doubt IG-100 is one, but whatever. <laughs> Ezra's right. a good one. So we have Ezra. Kanan. Ezra, Chopper. Chopper is, so Ezra is light side, Jedi, rebel, and Phoenix, and attacker. Mm. Chopper is light side, rebel, Phoenix, droid, and support. IG-88 is dark side, droid, attacker, scoundrel, and bounty hunter. Oh yeah, the wrong one. Mace wow. Windu is light side, Jedi, Galactic Republic, tank, and fleet commander. And the last one is, whoop! Oh, those there's That's four. The four yeah. There were only four. So there you go. Ezra Chopper, IG88, and Mace. Whenever I was thinking about tags, I completely forgot about like attacker support and all that nonsense. Jeez. Light side, dark yeah. side, yeah. Huh. Damn. Well, the good news is I got one and you got none. <laughs> I don't know how that's good news, but okay. <laughs> Ezra, loving it. Ah, uh, it's my boy. Should have should have known Chopper though, because Rebel, Phoenix, Droid, and then throw yep. in the two other ones. Yep, for sure. I was thinking IG One Hundred is a four, is a four, but I was thinking Droid. Um, Separatist, Dark Side, um, 
attacker or whatever he is. And Why would he be a separatist? I thought about IG-88, but then I just completely <laughs> went blank on the fact that scoundrel and bounty hunters actually attack. Just... Yeah, the two are different. <laughs> yeah, not good. All right, next question. You're going to have to look at the screen. So I won't bring it up until you can see the screen. So tell me when you can well, see it. I mean, I've got it pulled up. I'm watching the live stream, so I'll see what everyone else does. Right. And it's up. It is up. When it went away. It's coming back, I, I swear. <laughs> is it? Better. I didn't realize that Jeez. you could... Uh, all right. I didn't realize you were watching on the live stream. All right. Name It'll the come pictures. Name the characters wow. in the pictures. I'm pretty sure I know all three. I don't know if I do. Well, one's a cloness, so you're kind of screwed. <laughs> All right, I got my answers. I got mine as well. I am right. showing. Show me. Um, I put Fives, Jawa Engineer, and Clone Wars Chewie. <laughs> this is a one point this for each answer. Oh, okay. My How answers were Echo, because okay. he doesn't have facial hair. Jawa Scavenger, because he has that little uh, sparky weapon thing. And that looks like veteran smuggler Chewbacca to me, but it could yeah, be the other I one. Think, I actually think oh, you're right. Bad, on that's Chewie. bad Chewie. I don't know about the other two. What'd you get? That's the three I had. So you, you had Echo, Echo Scavenger, and Veteran Smuggler? All right. Let's see what the answer is. Collusion. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should see him over here. He's got his hand covering do, his I'm answers. Echo, Jawa Scavenger, Veteran Smuggler, Chewbacca. So, in more good news, I got three more points. And the only good news here is when I write your score on my board, I just have to make two little lines. I don't have to erase the damn thing. <laughs> I'm All glad right. I'm beating Wink as well. I know, man. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trivia question three. There's only one left-handed character in the game. Who is he? I consider a character <laughs> left-handed if he holds his only weapon in his left hand. Well, we'll get this one right. Yeah, this will be a complete guess. Man. That's rough. I'm trying to run down characters quickly who have one weapon. I'm just taking a stab in the dark. Stab in the dark. <laughs> stab it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it rhymes with Bleedo. <laughs> That's literally what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> If that's right, and you write it too, I'm going to be very angry. Uh, I'm writing it because it worked last time, so I'm putting Greedo. 
See, All I, right. I, I think it's true because in the movie, he's holding. His, I thought he was holding his gun in his left hand so that it shows when he shoots. Well, let's find out if I gave Wink an answer again. No! Oh. I did not, thank goodness. The actual answer is Director Krennic. Yeah, I never would have got that one. He says, on a side note, every character who holds a bow holds them in their left hand, but when shooting an arrow, you are pulling the string with your preferred hand, so that's the free hand. To be fair, I've never used my director Krennic in a team, so I yeah. don't know what he looks like. He has a cape, uh, I know that much. I but. like how detailed the answer is. Well done. <laughs> yes. And the question, I so, wonder... Uh, I know we what you're going to say. We this at the beginning. Um... We have a big, huge shout out for, I'm probably gonna butcher your name, but Fyrus for helping helping Deadshot out this week with the trivia questions. Yes, much appreciated, man. You guys, if any we, of you guys come up with questions you want to throw onto the podcast, uh, hit me and wink up. Uh, we can give you Deadshot's Discord information. You can yep. hit him up. Or he's also in our podcast discord so you can actually just yep. find them through there and so uh you know just make sure that you know tell him to give us credit and deadshot i know you're listening so if you want to start you know like in the little question deal you can start putting who the question came from and we can even start reading that as well whenever nice. people submit questions that's so. a good idea all right question four and of course also Thanks to Deadshot for yes. being our great question master each and every week. Yes, we appreciate you. The Riddler. The Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia four, one point. Are there more Jedi Sith who are not using a lightsaber or more non-Jedi Sith who are using a lightsaber? <laughs> this are seems there more obvious Jedi and it makes Sith me... Who- it makes my head hurt. Huh. This is, a, this is an interesting question. So. Hmm. This is a thinker. Yeah, it is. Because Jedi and Sith, you would typically expect to have a lightsaber, and non-ones, you would expect to not have a lightsaber, so... Well, that and it's like, who doesn't have one and who has one that's... So, uh, I have an answer, only because I could think of more on this side. Alright, I got my answer. Yeah, I got mine as well. And Mm -hmm. I am writing that there are more non-Jedi Sith who are using a lightsaber than there are Jedi and Sith who are not using a lightsaber. What did you do? I went with Jedi Sith not using a lightsaber, but I think that's wrong because the more I think about it, the more characters I'm thinking about. But that's what I wrote down first. Okay, that makes me nervous because I did the same thing as you, and the only (laughs) one for sure I could think of was Palpatine. Not using a lightsaber? Not using a lightsaber. Then Hoda. Okay. Yeah. But the one, the non-Jedi Sith using one, there's Asari Ventress and Ahsoka. CLS. 
Uh, yes, the soccer, Ahsoka oh, Fulcrum. So then Wink's gonna be right, yeah. So that's three on that side <laughs> and only two on the other. Yeah. Let's see what the answer is. See, it was tied when I thought about it. I'm like, who is the tiebreaker? Yeah, who Careful. breaks the tie? Alright, so there are four non-Jedi Sith using a lightsaber. Asajj, Fulcrum, CLS, and General Grievous. Oh, that's true, yes. Oh, yeah. And there are three Sith, Jedi Sith not using a lightsaber, and that is Palpatine, Hoda, and the one we didn't mention, Sith Trooper. Sith Trooper is using a lightsaber? Huh. No, he's not. Oh, right, not using a lightsaber. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, it was the it was literally the same score we thought it was plus one on both yeah. sides. <laughs> nice. We didn't think of General Grievous or Sith Trooper. So sweet. All right, well, All right. you're only up by wink. three now. Winks on the board, folks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Last question of the day. If you are not allowed to use any secondary speed on your mods, who is the character you can get to go? The fastest. Well, this is an obnoxious question. Oof. Are you already writing? Because that makes me nervous. Yeah, I've gotten... But you're allowed to use primary speed. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, I've everyone an can answer, use a primary speed, I so think... it's basically the who's the fastest. I've got an answer, but I think it's incorrect. See, the I'm problem is you can the add the 30 why. speed mod, and then you can add the percentage mods from the mod set, and whoever has the highest... There's a lot of maths here, and it's going to drive me nuts. I'm just trying to think of some of the fastest characters and pick one. <laughs> I'm going to pick this one. I have my answer. I'm done. I have my guess. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, I have okay. my guess. I'm pretty sure mine's wrong. There's a character I think that has 172 speed, and it's not Tie Fighter Pilot, who I wrote down. That's 170. Um, I think there's somebody that's faster, and I can't remember who it is. Well, the real question is, what is R2D2 speed? He is like 156, I think. So, what was your answer, Wink? I did. Tie Fire Pilot. Okay. I think you are right, but we'll see. What'd you do? I did R2-D2. What did you put? I went with Qui-Gon Jinn, because, Dad, what the hell? Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> You're not losing anything if you lose. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I got nothing to He's lose. not reading Chicken Erotica. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you oh. go. Wedge Antilles. Now, you were correct. TIE Fighter Pilot is the fastest character in the game. But apparently Wedge can have a speed of 226 if he his... and all his allies are below full health. Wow. That 110 base plus 15 answer. speed per ally. Plus 15 speed per ally less than 100% health. Plus 30 speed arrow. Plus 10% from speed set. 11 speed equals 226. That's awesome. He really thought that one out. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a thing. I see, oh. You look frozen, but I don't think you are. I think you're thinking <laughs> over there. Dumbfounded. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm thinking very... Huh. Yeah. Damn. Really? That's, that's <laughs> rough, man. 
that's a lot of different factors there, but definitely interesting. Interesting. So there's that. I like that we both got it wrong, because that means I'm still up by three. Yeah, I don't like that we both got it wrong, but that's beside the point. <laughs> you had the best guess uh, between the two of All us. All right, uh, go ahead and reread that question, because I thought that was pretty interesting. Okay, let me open it again. <laughs> well, hold on. I think I can find it quicker. I got it. Here you go. Okay, if you are not allowed to use any secondary speed on your mods, who is the fastest character, or who is the character you can get to go the fastest? Yep. That's a lot of work to get him to go that fast, but oh. he definitely would be the fastest. Well, not even to think about uh, the whole below 50% health thing, too. That's... <laughs> that's nice. an extra... You know what? <laughs> that answer is wrong! It is not Wedge. Then who is it? I don't know. He showed his work on the answer. I, I <laughs> tend to believe it. I believe it would be Boba Fett with Boba as leader and having all the enemies debuffed. Because he gains 15 speed for each debuffed enemy, which would be 75 speed, unless there's another bounty hunter that has faster speed than Boba. Huh. Interesting. Plus, plus we'll he could actually that. have the bonus too. I am going to uh, let's look. Challenge. Okay. <laughs> so the red flag. I yes, I am throwing the red flag on this one. Um, Except that it says bounty hunter allies. Doesn't say bounty him. hunters. He's not an ally to himself. <laughs> yes, he is. No, you're, the you're wording is different friend, when man. it includes himself. What's his base speed? 147. No, Bounty Hunter Allies, that would include him. Just like Jawa Engineer says, gain speed for each Jawa Android ally. Ally includes... Is it? I thought there was a different itself. wording. It's been a while since we've had one of these these uh, ridiculous things. Um, hold on, I'm trying... To, okay, let's... We should probably uh, end things now and uh, talk about this offline. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm going to do some math here. So his base speed is 147. Right. 147. So he can gain 14 speed and 30 from the bonuses, which gets him to 191. And then you add the 75 for having enemies debuff. That would be 266. So, Bubba would be faster. As long as it includes him. As long as it includes him as leader, yes. Here's the best part about all this. Even if you're right, you don't get a point. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should, but that's beside the point. Whatever. That is, out uh, he still that is outside of the rules. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, Richie... Thanks for hanging out with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Shattered Order. You can find us on Discord. Our link to Discord is in our bio on Twitter. So come hang out with us. We have a lot of fun and the in there. Show notes. 
It should be in the show notes as well. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash shatteredaudio. If you enjoy what we do and want to support us, go ahead there. See if there's any options for you to support. We would love to have you. Also, go leave some uh, iTunes reviews. Click subscribe. Thumbs up on the videos. All that good, fun nonsense. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. That's what we love you all. And come join in our Discord chat. It's been a really exciting week in the Discord chat. So come hang out with us and have some fun. Absolutely. Lots of fun. Good times. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll leave this with uh, Wink swinging his band hammer and be out for the night. Thanks for coming out. We miss you guys. We love you. Have a nice time. I'm (laughs) Drew. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.